You're listening to highlights from the Creative Process interview with Claudia Bueno. This podcast is supported by the Jan Michalski Foundation. Artists are often traditionally interpreting light, but your art is light. It has all of these indefinable qualities of movement that is so beautiful. So how did you come to realize this was your medium? Because this is a newer territory for many artists. Light has been my the focus of my art since university. So I grew up in Venezuela and that's where I went to school. And um, I remember that the, the teacher allowed me to build like a little dark room in my studio there so that I could start playing with lights. And I started with Christmas lights and lamps and candles, any easy forms of light that I could get there and just uh, create with. And so the, the research sort of became focused on the shadows more than the light. Like the light was the means to create shadows and shadows were the main part of my art. I was doing silhouette work and shadows that moved with motors or wind. You know, if I, if I move the light source and the shadows are projected on walls and they're moving and they're changing. So that's how the movement and the light became part of my process. And what's, um, what I find, I'm finding really interesting right now is that after 20 years of working with lights, I'm now realizing that it's shifted and the focus is no longer the shadow, it is the light itself. And that has been a really beautiful process for me to to witness because it is closely connected to a deep process that I have been dedicating to for the last seven, eight years of inner discovery and inner healing. And so it's a little bit of like a metaphor that the more the more I get in touch with my own light inside of myself, then, then this is uh, getting filtered through the art. And, and now the art is more luminous and more alive. And this is what people are responding to. So I like to notice that shift. And then, and then that leaves me the opportunity to use my art as a gateway to talk about emotional health and inner healing and what that is and what tools are there to help us find that light within us and kind of ignite it and keep it alive and grow it and make it more shiny, more luminous. And that has to do with our authentic expression and our creativity. So it's all really making sense for me now in a very, in a new plane, I guess. Yeah. Uh, that's so interesting. And so it's not only an object, it is a metaphor, it becomes something else. Uh, and I believe that teaching is uh, teaching creativity, putting people in touch with their feelings and healing is also part of your artistic practice. It is, yes, it has been, um, again, the last decade, as I discover things that help me be more authentic, tap into my own expression, be more creative, more alive, feel more alive, more joyful, more playful. I can't help myself from wanting to just share these things. So I have a strong interest in figuring out how to combine teaching art, teaching creativity with a program that weaves these tools inside of it that help us become just more us. And uh, I really like that. And then the other part of it is that my art aesthetically is heavily inspired by nature. 
I live, um, I've chosen to live in places that are one of the most beautiful places in the world in, in Idaho, right next to the Grand Teton National Park and Yellowstone. They're impressive places full of nature and wildlife. And they're just really powerful nature places, lakes, rivers, lush forests, everything is here and it's stunning. And uh, I've been studying nature and just using it as my biggest inspiration and, and role model for for what can be created. I feel like everything is out in nature. If you look at light and you study light, you can gain so much understanding about what you can do with light in your art. Or if you study the patterns you find in pine cones and flowers and coral and anything, then that's that's all that's coming into my art as far as the aesthetics go. So I create these really large uh, webs that are interconnected, which start from something that came from nature, but then be they become their own thing. It's like a network of life through my own filter, through my own lens. Um, but the message here is that we are all nature. We are part of it. We're not separate from it. And we're all interconnected. And that, again, like the intention with my work is inviting the, the sense of awareness and responsibility that that brings if you see yourself as, as part of this interconnected web and uh, you see others also connected to you, then you understand your role in life and you understand what your behaviors, the impact of the way you live life and your behaviors and your patterns. And so again, it's a gateway to talk about other things that to me really matter. So I wanted to ask, um, because using uh, light or shadow is just such a unique way that a lot of people don't start off with when they uh, get into art. So I'm curious as to what made you begin using light and shadow for artworks instead of paper and pencil or inks <laughs> or the traditional mediums? Yeah, great question. Thank you. It was a direct consequence of um, on my last year of university, I got a scholarship to go to Spain for a year. And there I was, um, I had access to technology that I didn't have back home <laughs> in my developing world in Venezuela. So in Spain, I joined classes that um, theater that were about theater, theater lighting and set design and animation. And so in theater, I got in touch with working with lights for the first time. And I understood how lights can completely transform a space. They can color it, they can change it, they can create moods, atmospheres. So I, I became really fascinated with the potential of this. And then in animation, I, I just fell in love with the idea of movement. My art has never stayed, um, it's always called for some sort of dynamic movement so that it comes to life and, and it has a surprise flow that's ever changing. This is part of my, I guess my nature since always. So I do paintings and I do more traditional work, but it seems like it always just wants to come out of the paper into the 3D world and somehow gain movement. So light allowed me to start experimenting with this. Does that make sense? And going into your the natural um, inspiration for your work, uh, you know, fractals, if, I, I, we see in the background there, there is these very intricate, is it, I, I don't know if it's a wire. A <laughs> these are, um, oh, it's on glass. These are also my sculptures, yeah. I so I, they're metal. 
and uh-huh. they're just cut oh, out and they have um the local mountains and local vegetation they're very whimsical interpretations of what's really important to us locals here in this area so i have the moose the bear it's it's the animals that we all love and protect here that yeah. makes this place really special so nature's been a part of my life since since i'm little since i was little my parents always took us camping and adventuring and to the ocean and so it was always part of my life growing up and then as an adult more and more it's just what i'm seeking to be in nature more time every day if possible and um it's determined really where i live it's become that important to me that i want to live in places where nature is right outside your door and uh, you don't have to go far to access and be in it so it's more like you're living inside of nature <laughs> i find it um so grounding and so um it's like when you're wrapped up in your own crazy world whatever you're doing whatever situation personal situation you have with work or relationships or family or health anything you go out in nature and you 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 just sort of see that nature keeps going the same way it's not there isn't any drama happening out here there isn't any personal situation it's it's nature just flowing the way nature flows and to me to have that reminder every day to sort of like reset it just helps me it's like a switch every day that i can click <laughs> reset it's okay life keeps going everything is great it's all going to work out so nature is that for me it's 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 my temple sacred place sacred place and and every time i go out i just find visuals that i find so interesting that then somehow become part of the art that i do oh yes nature is a, a beautiful uh, designer and so in terms of your uh, creativity, um, I guess spirituality must come into it, these workshops um, or centering people. How do you begin those? I mean, what are some of the lessons that you like to impart? The biggest piece of my spirituality, and, and it's also what I try to invite with my art, is to find moments of connection with yourself. We live in such a such a stimulating world where things are always happening. And it seems like every time we have downtime, we pick up our phones and get on Instagram and see something that's stimulating that has nothing to do with our lives. So we're always taken somewhere, somewhere else, somewhere else, someone else's life, someone else's Facebook feed, news, this and that, right? And uh, I think we're forgetting to, to give ourselves moments where we can actually connect with what's happening inside of us. And a lot of us don't even know how to do that, don't have never learned it, right? So this is a big part of it is, is this is a skill that can be learned through many techniques. I have my techniques that work for me. I started a while ago, some years ago, going to silent meditation retreats for many days. And uh, those for me are the most effective ways of, of just breaking all the walls that I've put in and going straight into my own heart, my own soul, my own being, my own essence. And when I've been able to do that is when I'm able to tap into my most creative spaces as well. So it's like going in helps me then come out from a new angle, a new perspective, a new strength, a new power. So I really like offering spaces where people can do that. So for example, um, 
I work with women's circles and I just love offering a group of women spaces to come in and uh, be vulnerable and uh, be real and just open up. And so with creative exercises that sometimes include movement or drawing or sound or music or any creative way of, of tapping into this content that we are so used to just blocking and holding in. <laughs> and so then the invitation is let's use creativity to invite it to come out and, and so that we can process it because if it doesn't come out, it can't be processed. It can't be healed. It can't be released. So the first step is to open the door. And I feel like the creative space, the studio is such a perfect container for this work. So this is a strong intention for me is to continue opening spaces like this where creativity and spirituality can come together and people can learn learn tools that might help them connect with themselves and, and not just themselves, but like feel connected with the universal forces, the universal creations and uh, whatever they feel and experience as their God, if God is a word in their vocabulary or their, you know, there's many words that we can use to relate to this um, just bigger bigger expression of life that's that we're part of. We hope you've enjoyed listening to these highlights. To listen to the latest episodes or learn more about participating in exhibitions or interviews, subscribe to this podcast. Thank you for listening.